You in the magic audio box come from the farthest space through wind and darkness and speak to me. Let me hear thy voice. What wouldst thou know, my queen? Magic Audio Box, who is the best podcast of all? Famed is thy podcast, Majesty. But hold, a newer one I see. Not one can hold them down. Alas, they are better than thee. Alas for them, reveal their name. Two buffoons with microphones, deeply dangerous and cunning, you'll see. Pod Jerky! <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Pod Jerky. I'm your host, Director Awesome, and once again, I am joined by my wife, Mrs. Awesome. Hi, everybody. On today's episode, we're going to look back on some of the conspiracy theories from over the years and see what interesting convoluted stories have come up. First, let me start by saying these are not our opinions and are solely the express content written online and in news articles. This episode in no way wants to diminish the fact that innocent lives were lost and in no way are we taking away from the pain and suffering that the families had to endure in losing loved ones. Now, could there be some truth to these conspiracies? Possibly. But this is where you have to draw your own conclusion. So let's get right into it and start off with one of the bigger ones. 9-11, the World Trade Center. Now, 9-11 was a September 11th, 2001. And I'm sure we all remember where we were that day. And most of us probably watched the entire events unfold on television. What were your initial thoughts of what was happening? I was actually working at a lighting store um, at the time and there was no TV. And we actually didn't find out about it until around 9, 9.30 in the morning. Um, and we had an old school in-wall radio that we actually ended up having to turn on to hear about the events that were happening. So my initial kind of response was there, there's no way like this is, it was just an, an accident. Something must have happened to the pilot. Um, it wasn't until I think my lunch hour when I actually got to sit in the car and listen to more news radio uh, that I actually got to kind of learn what had actually happened. Yeah. And I was actually home from work that day. And for some reason, I had turned it on to CNN. I'm not sure what that reason was. And I actually saw the whole thing happen on TV. I saw, um, I guess, the footage from when the first plane hit, because I don't know if anyone was recording right at that moment uh, from the news. Uh, they were replaying the, the first plane hitting. And then as you were watching it, you saw the second plane hit. And then throughout the day, you saw all the events happen, like uh, the towers falling everything collapsing and just people scattering and everything like that. So um, it was really like just strange to see something happen like that, I guess, in our time and in our, like, not general vicinity, but in our lifetime. continent, our lifetime, our, you know, that, that's not something you expect to happen. Just like right now that we're sitting at home, uh, basically in a lockdown, like this is not something that you expect to see, right? So um, some of the conspiracies out there, I showed you a video um, probably about 10 years ago, nine mm -hmm. years ago, and it was called Loose Change. And I, I think it's been pulled off the internet now. And it was actually a teenager, 
I believe 19 or 20 years old around that age that was doing this documentary on the whole conspiracy around the World Trade Center. And he brought up some interesting points and some of the points were debunked or uh, proven wrong, but some of the points still made sense. Now the World Trade Center, the way it was built and constructed was that it could withstand um, earthquakes, it could withstand um, a fire, it could withstand a whole bunch of things. Now, one of the conspiracies is, is that there's no way that those um, posts in the World Trade Center would be able to melt from the heat of a jet fuel. They were designed to withstand a certain amount of jet fuel, sorry, a certain amount of fuel um, with a fire, and jet fuel would never, ever, ever burn that high. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, I, c- I can't imagine that that was a test anybody ran when they were talking about safety and security. You would expect a normal fire to be tested because you would have to, given the height of the buildings. But where, why would you ever test jet fuel heat against the structural integrity of a building? Well, what, it wasn't the actual building. It was actually the pillars that were made out of iron. Um, that they were saying were like actually melted and compromised the building. And uh, engineers have gone on to say that they can actually expand. The iron can actually expand and actually twist. It doesn't necessarily have to melt, which would cause structural integrity to fail. Um, so, I mean, that's that's one for you to decide whether or not you believe that they actually fell that way. Now, um, another video that was shown online was actual little, it looked like what it was little demolitions going off. Detonators. Um, yeah, detonators going off in the building to see um, like it was a controlled explosion. Now, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, videos can be doctored. Um, <clears throat> what engineers have actually said is that that's basically just the stories of the floors blowing out. Uh, it wasn't actually controlled um, detonators going off to to make the building collapse. My only argument with with this is is would the buildings actually fall straight down, or would the building topple because you had your majority of your weight of the building underneath the fire, and the fire was actually higher up the building. Now, would the top part of that building, depending on how far the fire went down? Um, would it collapse just over to the side or would they fall like a controlled demolition? And I, I don't know how I feel of that. Like, what's your thought on that? I mean, when we saw the videos um, during Loose Change and a couple of other documentaries where they actually had structural engineers on um, that showed what a controlled dem- demolition looks like versus a natural fall, it's hard Not to think that that was a possibility. Um, You know, could it be a combination of both in order to make sure? I mean, it's not like exactly like Manhattan has room for this stuff to move around or fall or topple over. So I'm wondering if it was almost kind of preset just in case anything were to ever happen to be able to control the fact that that building was going to have to come down one way or another. Well, it's funny because they actually did find active thermotic material uh, in the dust and engineers were arguing that the buildings never could collapse that way or the speed that they did. Uh, so that that was one of the arguments as well as this being 
a totally conspiracy, right? I mean, it was the way that the uh, the iron melted, or sorry, the 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 insides melted, and the way it collapsed, and the speed. Now there was there was actually another one was Tower Seven, and Tower Seven was nowhere near the other towers when it collapsed. So why did that building collapse as well? In the videos that we saw that we saw uh, searched online, what we saw was they were actually announcing on the news that this building had collapsed before it actually did collapse. And then you could see in the background, the building collapsing. Um, so that brought into some uh, conspiracies online as well. Again, once again, these are videos that we see online. We don't know if they're real, if they're fake, what's happening with them. We're just going by what we have seen. So what, why this building collapsing? What, do you think that debris had come down from the World Trade Center, hit it, set the building on fire, uh, and and that lost its integrity and collapsed. I got to be honest, I don't even remember Building Seven. I think I was just so overwhelmed by the first two that I don't remember actually watching it. Um, I can't. I remember there being a third one that had had fallen, but I don't remember the timing and the details around it. It seems kind of strange that if it wasn't a direct impact to it, or if one of the other buildings uh, wasn't near it to cause any structural, it seems odd that it would have would have come down. Yeah, I agree. And another part of this was the Pentagon. So another plane had gone and crashed into the Pentagon. And there is no real video of the Pentagon being hit by a plane. It is a blurry uh, white blob, basically, of this video hitting the Pentagon. And and my belief is that the Pentagon is the most secure place on the planet. And there are video cameras all over the place. There is stuff that will be able to capture stuff on, on these videos. And, and I wonder why there are no videos showing this plane hitting the Pentagon itself. And it knocked out a wing... Uh, of the Pentagon that was just under renovation and apparently went right through to their courtyard, I guess. And there wasn't, I, I guess what they're saying is that there wasn't a lot of wreckage found uh, in terms of a plane, um, but there was other types of wreckage found. But I, I, I just find it hard to believe that nothing was um, filmed at the Pentagon. You probably had the video from a grainy camera from a, a Texaco gas station down the street. And I think that's where the video came from. It was actually a gas station or a convenience store down the street. And it wasn't actually on the Pentagon premises. W what do you think about the Pentagon? I This one is a tough one. There's a lot of theories out there that it was a missile attack and not necessarily a plane. And the part that I find so strange is, you know, it's so unfortunate for the number of plane crashes that get scattered across the news, especially in recent years. Um, there was that recent one where they basically grounded the one type of plane. And when you see the crash sites and you see the the wreckage that's left behind, you, you know there was a plane there. I mean, as much as they catch on fire and as much as, you know, parts are scattered across miles or kilometers and depending on the, the place, there's never not parts of the plane to be right, found. Right. And that's the Pentagon mystery where the fact that there's nothing. Like well, you can't tell me it just disintegrated into thin air when every other plane crash on record indicates that there's some form of debris left over. And, and this will go into United 93. 
because mm -hmm. that was the other plane that was headed for either the White House or uh, another uh, U.S. Uh, monument um, that they were trying to take out. And people will say that this plane was shot down because debris found on a normal plane crash would would show a lot more than it did in this field in, in Pennsylvania, I believe it was, right? Mm -hmm. um, but there was no debris. Like, they found debris miles away from the actual plane crash, which to me makes no sense. Uh, I don't understand how, you know, I, I understand the um, the theory behind, you know, debris scattering. But if we're talking miles away from the actual plane crash, I, I don't see that happening. But I also don't see a plane crash happening with no debris. Like even looking at the footage from the news uh, that day, you were like, where's the plane? Where's the fuselage? Where are the uh, the tires or the landing gear? Uh, where's a wing, a seat, you know, anything. It just looked like that plane disintegrated into nothing. And there were reports that this flight was actually shot down. There was actually another report, and I believe it was in one of Michael Moore's videos. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, Fahrenheit 9-11, I think, uh, where he said that this plane actually landed at an Ohio airport and the people on board were actually executed or they were actually moved to an underground bunker and will never be released again. Something along those crazy lines. Uh, but however, that, that was debunked later on and it was mistaken for a Delta flight uh, 1989. So uh, that theory is put to rest right now. Uh, I don't believe that that plane landed. Um, but I, I also don't believe that that plane crashed. What What do you think about like this is it just to me it doesn't make sense. I just where did all those people go? I guess is just the part that comes through my head is, I mean I guess Stranger Things could have happened, but how do you hide hundreds of people? On well, a plane? We're, well, we're not saying that they didn't die. What we're saying is is that that plane was shot down out oh, of the air, sorry. Um, so that the army or. Um, Air Force was actually forced to shoot it down so that it didn't reach oh, its so destination, did, right. right? So um, is this actually plausible that this actually happened? I mean, I, I guess anything is. I like the idea that um, the movie, I think it was called Flight 93 or Delta, what was it? United 93. United, United 93, where the passengers actually took over the um, the terrorists and actually brought the plane down in order to save um, wherever their final destination was from, from a catastrophic event. Um, that one kind of sits warmingly in my heart knowing that everybody banded together to kind of stick it out. Um, so I think that's the one that I'm going to go with. So a another part of this as well was that the amount of people that were supposed to be in the Twin Towers that day was nowhere near what was actually in those buildings. Again, we're not taking away from the innocent people that lost their lives in all of this and the firefighters that lost their lives and any of the first responders or anything like that. But the, the, the rumor is, is that the Mossad, which is the Israeli Central Intelligence Agency, basically had advanced knowledge of this happening and actually forewarned up to about 4,000 Jewish people that they should skip work this day. Now, have you heard anything about that? 
I had heard, um, not specifically about that one, but I have had, I had heard that there was sort of notice sent out to a number of companies where they were asked to delay coming into work that day. Um, so which I makes think, you think why? Right, Cause the, I mean, the plane hit at what, just after eight 30 or around eight 30 in the morning, which would typically be when majority of people would be arriving. Um, and given, although a large number of casualties, um, it could have been so much worse given the fact that there's a hundred plus floors in each one of these buildings. Well, there should have been about 150,000 people in those buildings. Yeah. And for there to be only, I don't know what, 10,000 people that had made it to those buildings mm-hmm. at that point, uh, just kind of boggles my mind of why so many people were not in there at the time that they probably should have been just arriving when all this went down. Um, I'm not sure if it was just maybe a later work day on that day for some reason, or was it that they were forewarned on this? This, Like, see, this is where all the conspiracies come out. You don't know Mm. which one is actually true. You're just trying to gather as much information in as you can. And uh, another point to this was um, the actual leaseholder of the Twin Towers took out an insurance policy and a huge insurance policy that covered um, terrorist attacks on the buildings should something happen only two months, three months before it actually happened. And my thought to all this is, you know, whenever you own property, you're actually always going to have insurance anyways, right? Most mm-hmm. most people out there have insurance. So I didn't know that was a policy option. Yeah. So I at the end of the day, you're you're asking for these two towers to be insured they're they're really high up in the sky there is potential for them to be hit by planes you know that may have gone run off its course whatever not even an act of terrorism um but uh could be a homegrown terrorism but you know you'd think like a small plane not a jetliner right um but you know, at the end of the day, do we all have insurance on our houses? Are we are we being told, you know, like blamed for scamming the system if something happens to our house because we bought insurance? That's kind of how I feel on this end of it because he took out an insurance policy. It just covered everything. He covered earthquakes. It covered fire. It covered terrorist attacks. It just covered everything. So I don't think that's you know a, a viable conspiracy theory against this whole thing Mm -hmm. because it just to me it doesn't make sense it just means that he took out an insurance policy big deal he actually just had the lease in his name i guess three months before this all happened bought an insurance policy got what he needed to get covered for anything and that was that so you know you have to make up your own mind on what you believe happened that day there were a lot of lives that were lost and there were innocent people hurt, victimized in all of this. And we don't know what the final answer is. And I and I believe that we're never going to know. I mean, was this justification for the U.S. to get into uh, Iraq and Afghanistan uh, to begin a war, to get the people behind them, uh, to support them to, for going over there and not anger the public uh, by just going and invading those countries? I don't know. Um, I'm still, the jury's still kind of out on that with me because I had read an article, I think today when I was trying to get ready for this around um, NORAD knowing about the second plane 
but not actually releasing the Navy pilot or the the pilots to go out um, to kind of tail along with it in order to allow the second plane to hit. And part of that was so that they would have reason to support the retaliation um, if it came down to having to go to war. Right. And, and, and it's not the first time in history that it's been done uh, with the Americans, uh, just like Pearl Harbor, FDR actually admitted and on his deathbed that he knew about the attack coming on Pearl Harbor. He let it happen. It was his justification to getting the Americans into the war. Um, I mean, what else can you say? I, I don't put anything past anybody anymore uh, for this to happen. And did this justify them going into the war? Possibly. But did it cost innocent people their lives? Of course. And I don't know what, you know, I don't know what you can say about that because... I think I watched too many episodes of Scandal where, although fiction, a lot of fiction is based on reality, where you don't realize the power that some of these government officials really truly hold um, and that one decision that they can make can alter the course of everything that's happening. And so, you know, I was never, let's be honest, I'm never one to to believe in these conspiracy theories. Um, I have a pretty blue sky opinion of the world <laughs> compared to you. Yeah. Um, but I, you can't help but think that there are people in this world that will make decisions to alter the course of a path that's happening in order to get something from it. Right. And, and, and like you said, like I, I enjoy a conspiracy theory. I enjoy doing some research and I enjoy kind of not believing the whole story that we're told, the narrative that we're being told. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense. I think, you know, they think that people out there are stupid sometimes and just actually believe everything they're being fed. But again, you have to do your research. You have to look into different options uh, online and newspapers or stories and, and try to draw your own conclusions because nine times out of 10, the whole story that they're telling you is not the whole story, mm-hmm. right? So you see that in the news media, right? Yeah. One channel has one point of view, right. another channel has a different point of view. And especially um, being Canadian, when you watch American news, um, which we certainly have access to, just the difference in opinions from CNN to Fox <laughs> News, if they're right, right or left wing, yeah. right? It's yeah. uh, a very different. You see it even when um, you know you saw the the bombings in Paris and in Boston, and just the level of which they'll change the tone and messaging um, that the public is hearing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it can't help but bring bring to light the reason to just ask more questions, I guess, which really kind of probably leads you into your to your next one quite perfectly right which was sandy hook and i think we all remember that as well and sandy hook was actually a school shooting and i'm not sure if you remember the events of that day uh i I pretty much remember actually getting up and seeing that on the news as well on television and this was a i guess the son of a former secretary or teacher that worked at the school or was a teacher at a different school and went in and shot up a bunch of um, elementary elementary school school students and then I guess turned the gun on himself I believe uh, killed himself now 
there were reports that this kid was autistic. There were reports that he had mental uh, depression. Um, there were different reports on different things about the mental health of, of this guy. And the events, the way they went down, the conspiracy theories, of course, right away started to come out. And, and some of those conspiracy theories was that this was just a false flag and it was something that was made up in order to have stricter laws and gun control. And we know the States has been pushing for gun control for a long time. One of their first amendments is the right to bear arms. I believe it's the second amendment um, that you have the right to bear arms. And most Americans, I want to say, do have a gun and they want to control that. And a lot of Americans will use that second amendment to say, you know what? I have every right to have it. It's in my amendment. And this was something that they wanted to do to try and enforce stricter gun laws. And what do you think about that? Um, you know, I, the school shootings are, are hard to watch. Um, they're hard to see the pain and the grief that comes across these parents and these kids' faces. Um, to believe that this was staged, um, is, is a hard pill for me to swallow. And you know that you and I've gotten in, in plenty of conversations, potentially even arguments mm-hmm. about, about school shootings and the conspiracy specifically around Sandy hook. Um, partially because I think this was elementary school kids, which, which I found difficult. Um, not that it excuses the age group because majority of what we've seen has been high school or college or university level. I know you'll go into some of the detail around why you think or why this one is a conspiracy theory. Um, yeah, this one's a hard one for me. I, I, I don't I don't think that it was um, a conspiracy based on like these kids dying, losing their lives or stuff like this. It's just you, you try yeah. to see it from a different angle I when you're you seeing think there's always an ulterior motive. But there there are there are ulterior mo- uh, motives. However, it doesn't mean that the event didn't happen, right? I'm not saying that this event didn't happen and that people didn't lose their lives. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, I didn't I didn't think that, you know, the shooting didn't happen or whatever it was. Now, some of the theories that came out there is that there were crisis actors within a mile of the school shooting that were actually uh, practicing down the street from where this happened. And people were saying that these same crisis actors were seen later on at the fire station that uh, was housing all of the people that got out of the school and that these crisis actors were there to make you believe that this was an actual event that happened. And there's videos of the firehouse showing from overhead, I guess, from a helicopter view or wherever it was, that they had the same people just circling the firehouse. So you would go in the firehouse, you would come out the exit and those same people were going in to make it look like there were a lot more people in there um, than there actually were. So do we know what actually happened? No. Were these videos taken from somewhere else and just kind of made part of this conspiracy theory? I don't know. I I don't know where the video was taken. I don't know uh, what happened with the videos. Was that just a training video inserted in there to start a conspiracy? I have no idea. But these are just some of the conspiracies that we have found online to see, did this actually happen? There's actually another um, conspiracy that there was a six-year-old girl that was um, had her photo taken with Obama. And people were saying, well, how is that possible? Because 
that was actually one of the little girls that died. And it turned out that it was actually the little girl's sister. And she was just wearing her sisters who passed away. She was wearing her dress. So this is how conspiracies start, right? People take it out of context. They, they, they look at this and say right away. And then the rumor spreads and spreads and spreads and goes online. And this day and age with our technology, it just, you know, shit hits the fan right away. And it just goes all over the place, right? Yeah. Yeah. These ones, um, the loss of live ones are, are really tough for me to really think that people could be so terrible as to use such a terrible event to gain something from it. Um, you know, there's been far too many school shootings over the course of, um, I would say probably the last 10 years since this actually happened and very little being done about it. So, you know, if they were crisis actors, I would be thankful that those kids are still alive. Um, but I'm sure in this amount of period of time, one of them would have came out and said, hey, we're still living. Right. You know, so I, I don't I don't buy the fact that these kids were not shot down because it, I, I believe it actually did happen. Mm-hmm. Was there an ulterior motive? I think so. I mean, I don't I don't know at the end of the day. Was was this all set up for gun control? Is is are things being allowed to happen so that gun control can happen over there? I don't live in the States. I don't know what their policies are with, you know, guns and stuff like that. All we know is they have the right to bear arms. Um, A lot of them do carry. Um, So, you know, in Canada here, we have a lot stricter laws Mm -hmm. and we don't have nearly as many accidents as they do over there. So I, I, I don't know. For again, for me, the jury's still out on this one. I do believe that the event actually happened. Is it the way that they say it happened? Probably. Are there conspiracy theories out there? Oh, you betcha. Um, But again, that's what they are. They're conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's move on to another interesting one. And I really, really do not have any information on this one because this is something all from you, Mrs. Awesome. And we're going to call it The Hum. Now, The Hum is apparently a low-pitched noise that only certain people in this world can hear. Mm -hmm. And I have never heard this. And there'll be certain times during the day or at night, you'll just be sitting there and say, you can't hear that? And I'll be like, no, I I don't hear. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what what are you talking about? Do you want to explain what this is? Yeah, and I will say it... um... It only started when we moved here into this house. Um, I had never heard it before, but essentially it's a low frequency. um, It's almost like a bass to me. So if somebody had their their radio on and they had a a bass playing at one or two consistent levels, that's kind of what it is to me. Um, And I... I thought to myself, like, am I going nuts? Like, why do I hear this and you don't? Um, So I started to do some research on it. And apparently there is something called the hum phenomenon. And it's a small number of people. um, But there's actually somebody who's created a map of the world and has asked people to register if they hear this hum. Now, have you registered? I have. Because to me, it's just in drives me nuts personally i think like a neighbor's having a party or doing something or somebody's got their music on really loud 
I'll go outside and it will stop. So most of the time it's, it's audible to me in the house. Um, and so this paper I read on the, on the guy who started the website, he asks you a whole bunch of series of questions around when do you hear it? Uh, what's the frequency? They actually give you a hertz or decibel player um, to, for you to actually record the level of which you hear it. And it it's just annoying is what I would say. It happens at certain times of the year uh, for me more than others. So it's not constant. And I might hear it for a couple of minutes and it'll go away. And in other cases, it will last all day. And I've really, really noticed it now that I'm being forced to work from home uh, because of what's going on in the world right now. Um, because I, I don't hear it anywhere but our hometown. Now, what have they, like, what have your, what has your research brought up that they actually think that it could be? Yeah, so there's a bunch of different things. And so far, nothing's proven. So they they don't actually have any real reason as to why um, a certain percentage of the population. Theories. But they have theories. Yeah. Uh, one of them is that it's geological, so that there's something actually going on uh, on the Earth's surface that will cause it. They've conducted a bunch of different things, whether it be you know, uh, seismic activity that you can hear that it's some form of geological uh, component that is causing it. Obviously, the most popular one is being that it's something within the your own human body, uh, some of it related to tinnitus, but the difference between tinnitus and what, um, what hum hearers actually do is the pitch. And so tinnitus is like a high pitched ringing in the ear where what is being described, um, by those who can hear the hum is a low pitch frequency. Um, so like a low bass almost, so hard to say, um, there's some, uh, theories out there that it's, um, government radioactive uh, communications or radioactivity communications with nuclear submarines uh, from the satellite. So it's actually coming all the way through the atmosphere. Are um, we talking about HARP? No. So that's a different one, which you know more about than I do. Well, HARP, harp is basically just um, something that people believe uh, that is a weather controlling device by the government. And, In Alaska. and yeah, right. Yeah. And, and I, I think what it is, it's just they're trying to measure different waves being sent out into the atmosphere uh, to see how, um, I guess, the how they rebound back into our atmosphere. So HARP is a whole nother conspiracy on itself, but I think HARP is actually being linked to one of the conspiracies that for this hum, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. um, that's that's pretty interesting as well. Yeah, one of the other ones was electrical towers, so that we're actually hearing the current move through the tower. That's and then some serious uh, X-Men mutant power you got right. going on there. I think yeah. so. It's really annoying. It actually yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, and then your favorite that we found out about was that, um, you know, you can't do anything without there being the potential of a UFO. And that what I'm actually hearing is a spaceship, apparently. That would be so, fantastic. That yes. would be fantastic. We're actually going to get into UFOs in part two of this episode. Yeah. Um, but I mean, UFOs being uh, part of this, it, it, it's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. there are only 13,000 people, I think. That have registered. That but it doesn't mean that more don't hear it. It's 2% right. of the population is what they claim. Right. Um, so 13,000 people have registered that they hear this noise. Yeah. And like I said, I don't know much about it. I don't hear this noise at all. Yeah. Uh, so you're kind of the professional on this one right now? Not really, though. It's it's only been since we lived here. I don't hear it if I'm at work. 
Um, most of the time it won't start until I actually get home. So for all I know, it's something in the house, but I've felt like I've been the crazy lady that searches everything and sticks my ear up against appliances and the furnace and the water heater thinking that potentially it's those things it's not um are you sure it's not just me sitting on the couch going "Mm." no definitely not um because I can hear it with potentially even just one headphone in uh, when I'm at work um here at the house so it's a it's a yeah. There's been a few one. times where you've yelled down. You don't hear that, and I, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. So so I, if I, you are like me, we're not crazy. Apparently, it's a thing. Um, go register so that I know we can you see can't, more people. <laughs> I know you can't believe everything that Wikipedia puts out there, um, but there is a whole write up on Wikipedia about it that I actually sent to you so that you know what I was talking about. Um, as well as there is the Hum World map that you can actually register um, and they go through a whole series of questions. They do a whole bunch of things because this guy's actually doing research on it and trying to figure out uh, what it is. Okay. Okay, so we'll move on to another one. Which one do you want to do? We're going to just do maybe two more. We're going to do the moon landing and we're going to do JFK, uh, Martin Luther King, and Marilyn Monroe's suspicious death. So which one do you want to touch first? Let's do suspicious deaths, yeah, partially because, this- because my laptop's going to die and that's where all my notes are. Okay, so uh, basically we'll start with JFK. And 1963, he was in a motorcade in Dallas and he was struck by two bullets. He actually died uh, moments later. So Lee Harvey Oswald was the one who was arrested for the assassination of him. And two days later, he was actually killed live on television. Now, there was a commission created to investigate this whole incident and concluded that Oswald acted alone. But some believe there's actually more to this story. Uh, there are theories that the CIA hired Oswald because of the president's reaction to Uh, communism and the Bay of Pigs. Others believe that the mafia, Cuba, or the Soviet Union were involved Mm -hmm. in the assassination. Uh, When videos were released, people claimed where Oswald actually was. It was actually impossible for him to hit the president from where he was. And we've seen videos on this, and they've actually done the trajectory of the bullet from where he was. And, you know, the bullet actually had to make almost like, you know, a... Magneto turn. Right. A turn that like Magneto was like <laughs> controlling the bullet. So Marvel call it was yeah, just for you. That was for me. Yeah. Um, wh- what do you think about all this? Well, it was, I mean, obviously we weren't around when this happened, but the, the idea that um, they had called something called the umbrella man, which was the second person um, or the theory of the second shooter, which was that, uh, I guess, the umbrella was like a secret weapon or a gun that was actually pointed at him. Um, and that was actually the bullet that hit him and not the one that Lee, or Lee Harvey Oswald actually shot. So this is the back to the sort of the second shooter. Well, my, my, my question is, is why was Oswald killed as well while he was in police custody? Mm-hmm. Like, how did somebody get through there with a the gun? I know the security wasn't as you know, prevalent as it is today and that somebody could get through with a gun. But I mean, was he shot to, to keep quiet so that he didn't blow the whistle on what actually happened? JFK was against uh, the whole, I guess, Bay of Pigs invasion in, in Cuba and uh, against the communism and all everything over there. So, I mean, was he killed to kind of quiet him as well? 
and this is just a big cover up to what happened. You know, signs point to any documentary that you have watched on this or any story you've read that it did not go down the way that they explained it. And it was just, you know, this is a whole big cover up. And once again, you know, with government officials, I, I don't put it past them to actually, you know, cover something like this up. Mm-hmm. Well, you see in some of the t- made for TV movies and different documentaries that they've done on this where, you know, his wife wasn't even allowed in to see him and the whole room was crawling with government agents and, you know, a lot of the autopsy documents were potentially altered or doctored um, to read specific results. So, you know, without a tried and true person in the room that would come out and tell you kind of what happened or how he was actually um, shot, you kind of just have to come up with your own conclusions. I mean, the only one that they've really given us is the fact that Oswald did it. Right. And and again, we're never going to know because JFK has passed. Oswald has passed. There are, you know, notes and stuff um, that are out there that may tell us something in the future, but those are probably all classified documents right now. And there's no way that we're ever going to see those in our lifetime, I believe. So, um, again, did it happen the way it was told to us? Probably not. But again, you know, we, we're it's never going to know. It's a government right? official. They're never going to tell us the They're truth. They're never going to tell us the truth, which we'll go on to Martin Luther King now. And in 1968... Uh, He stepped out onto his balcony at the Lorraine uh, Motel in Memphis, and he was shot. Now, he died in the hospital, and the killer, whose name was James Earl Ray, was caught and pleaded guilty a year later. However, many people, including King's own children, don't even believe that he acted alone. Now, some believe that the FBI or the KKK were involved and some believe that Ray was framed. The U.S. Justice Department has investigated the death on three separate occasions, and once they concluded that they may have, there may have been a wider conspiracy, but they have no evidence to actually support that. Lloyd Jowers is the owner of Jim's Grill, which was close to the Lorraine Motel, claimed that the shot which killed uh, Martin Luther King was fired from behind his restaurant, that the local, state, and uh, federal U.S. government agencies and the mafia were all involved. James Earl Ray, who pleaded guilty to assassinating King, was actually renting a room above Jowers' establishment, like allegedly was an unwitting scapegoat. Now, the restaurant owner has named the Memphis Police Department officer, Lieutenant Earl Clark, as Dr. King's assassin, and he would later be called into question along with other shocking details. Now, According to the Justice Department, um, they, they attempted to dismantle these claims and a mountain of evidence presented in the Memphis trial. He insisted that a Memphis produce dealer who was involved with the mafia gave him $100,000 to hire an assassin and assure him that the police would not be at the scene of the shooting. He also reported that he hired a hitman to shoot Martin Luther King from behind Jim's grill and received the murder weapon prior to the killing from someone with a name sounding like Raul. He further maintained that James Earl Ray did not shoot Martin Luther King and that he did not believe Ray knowingly participated in the conspiracy. What are your thoughts on this one? So I'm not as familiar with this one. Um, A lot of what I had read up on was that this was government. Sorry, we have our our dog seeing that we're doing this here again from home. And uh, the dog just kind of 
adding um, her opinion. Yeah, adding her opinion on this. So uh, yeah. we apologize for the background noise with that. Um, so yeah, that the government was heavily involved, um, just given the amount of um, kind of movement that that and sort of influence. Sorry, is what of what he had. The other one that I had read and I apparently I didn't write down the source was one that he was actually smothered in the hospital, so that he wasn't actually. Um, Dead killed. until he got yeah, into and the then um, because of that, that, somebody actually smothered him, and that's how he was actually killed. It's just it, it's it's interesting because both with JFK and Martin Luther King, they were prominent um, figures in the general public, and I guess had voiced their opinions, and then they were shot just to keep quiet. Yeah. Um, so well, they had so much influence. Right. So, so much influence. So I wonder, I mean, this is what makes you wonder why things like this are happening um, and why it's a conspiracy because people are coming up with these conspiracies because this is happening way too often to people who have so much influence in the neighborhood. So the next one that we're going to move on to is Marilyn Monroe. And I actually didn't really know too much about uh, a conspiracy about her death. I just, I knew she had passed away. I knew that she had uh, been with uh, one of the Kennedys. I didn't know too much about her. So wasn't exactly sure until you had mentioned something the other day. So what did you uh, talk to me about when she was, uh, about how she was killed? Yeah. So I know that the number one um, sort of conspiracy theory that's out there is that the Kennedy brothers had involvement in her death. Um, they viewed her as a liability, um, apparently keeping what they call records of their conversations, uh, detailing highly confidential government information and in what they call the little red book. Um, so she apparently knew quite a bit. She was having an affair, uh, rumor has it with both brothers. And I think she just got to a point where she became more of a liability than anything. And so rumor has it that, um, they had her killed and that they actually used um, her issues with drug and alcohol as a way to cover up her murder. So well, it they made said, it look like an overdose. So they said it was a suicide by barbiturates, right? But uh, apparently there were no traces of pills found in her stomach. And like why, you know, like she had so many plans for the future and people are saying like, why would she kill herself, right? What, what, what was... What was the reason for this, right? Mm -hmm. So claims by an LAPD Sergeant Jack Clemens, he said the first officer on the scene. So what he said is her body looks staged. And why were the police only called hours after she was found dead? And someone who had swallowed a dozen pills, why would they have a glass of water nearby? Um, there, there's been so many questions. Uh, conspiracy theories have come up with a handful of different answers to act what actually killed her. Mm -hmm. And... Some say that Robert Kennedy had her killed to keep her from, you know, revealing her alliances or uh, anything like that with him and his brothers. And actually, some others are saying that the CIA actually killed her to punish JFK for the whole Bay of Pigs problem. Maybe her doctor did it accidentally and covered it up with the help of her maid. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about this except the little bit that I've read so far uh, on this. Um, you were more... 
Yeah, so some of the other ones that I had found um, was that this was a mafia involvement. So there were things where I guess the mafia was trying to get JFK to do some things and he wasn't kind of following along with the plan. Um, and their way of getting back at him was to have her murdered um, because he they knew that they were apparent lovers. Um, I think my, my favorite one... Uh, that I read was that um, she knew too much about the aliens, I think was the title of of the article, Um, and that JFK had actually given her details around what actually happened in Roswell and what happened, sort of the whole conspiracy and theory around Area 51, and apparently she knew too much information and he had disclosed. So she had to be off. (laughs) Yeah, so she had to be off, so apparently. And then my uh, favorite one, which is I think – also what goes in line with many of you know sort of famous people that have passed away is that she's still alive um there is a canadian author apparently that claims that he picked up a hitchhiker in the east coast um who claimed that she was marilyn monroe um and he actually had her uh committed to a psych hospital hospital in new brunswick which to me is the first time i'd ever heard that one i've never heard that yeah and so he claims apparently he wrote a book if my computer hadn't died i would tell you what it was um but he actually wrote a book on it apparently saying that uh, he picked her up and actually took her and that to this day i mean maybe not now but at the time when it was published that uh, that in fact she was still alive right just like elvis right everyone sees elvis everyone sees elvis we all see what we want to see right yeah. Um, so I guess we'll move on to the moon landing now, and this will be our final one for uh, part one of the episode. And I know we've all heard about this, and there are so many rumors about this this moon landing, and did it actually take place? And some of the rumors are that Stanley Kubrick actually directed it, and it was shot at Area 51. Now, only those that are involved would actually know if this is a hoax or not, right? I mean... Do we know for sure what happened? I, I I don't know. Do I believe that it happened? Yeah, I do. I really do that they think that they made it to the moon. Uh, we do have the technology for that. We've actually seen rockets take off and fly out of the atmosphere. Rockets come back. We've actually had a Canadian astronaut that's been up there. But back then, the argument is, is did they have the technology to send people to the moon? Then they were in a space race with Japan. Was this just a whole thing to say that they were first to make it to the moon? Did NASA stage this just to continue to receive funding from the government? Or was this to distract the public from their involvement in the Vietnam War, which was actually very unpopular amongst the American people? So these theories have all been thrown out there. Now, I know a lot of people would know what this show is. I'm not sure if it's even on television anymore, um, but it was called Mythbusters. Mm. And they actually did a whole episode on this and saying that the way that the flag was flying there's you know that one of the conspiracies is, is that there's no way that the flag could fly that way with no gravity uh there's no way that the boot prints could actually stay there the way that they did to take pictures of uh, again with no gravity um they wouldn't be able to make that much of an imprint i guess with their boots um there's a whole bunch of them and Mythbusters and no, I'm not using this as my proof to that it did happen or not, but it it actually showed they did controlled experiments. They showed that that actually could happen in vacuum sealed environments with the flag, the way it would fly, you know, kind of look like it was starched or, you know, how the flag was just saying straight. Um, So they actually did 
some of these controlled experiments and actually came out with, you know, exactly the way the moon was shot. So now the other, I guess, theory is that from the moon, you actually see no stars in the photos. And the conspiracy around that is that they didn't put any stars in the photos because people would actually be able to go and check, I guess, the celestial distance of the stars and see if they were actually telling the truth or not. What do you think about that? I have never heard that one before, actually. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's one way to debunk a, a theory is if you actually give scientific proof of certain things that are happening. If you take it away, then no one can say yay or nay. Well, they, they, they would have to... Th- think about this all before staging the whole thing if it was staged right and and the 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 astronauts actually said that they didn't see any stars while they were up there and well maybe it looks a lot different from the moon than it does from right quite possibly right but they're like the photos were being able to determine whether the photos were taken from earth or the moon that that is i mean for me to go up into space like if we look out in our backyards right now but and you look up to take a photo of know, a star they never come out no they don't come out but you can still see them and if you're actually closer you know being on the moon from earth like you know you you think you'd be able to see it a lot better because it is a lot darker up there as well where it's it's almost like a black background where you have all of these shining lights so you would think that you would be able to see something in the distance or in a photo and none of it came out. It's like never being able to get a clear shot of Bigfoot, right? Right. So which is also going to be in part two (laughs) of our uh, conspiracy theory. So so. what was the level or quality of the cameras that are up there? Right. 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 So, I mean, once again, these are not our opinions, right? These are things that we've researched in some of the conspiracies that have come out. And, you know, a a lot of the stuff has been debunked and, you know, it's just, Conspiracy theories, that's what they are. We are all, I guess, provoking. Yeah, we'll never really Argument get to know the ensuing. truth. Yeah, they really are. Yep, yep. And there are people like are really, really passionate about some of these subjects. And yeah, you and I included. Yeah. But I mean, I, I just don't believe that everything is being told to us the way it is. I mean, yeah. is, is the story have a half truth to it? Sure, of course. Um, but are they told like the way it's told to us completely? Nah, there's, you know, they try and hide truths from you. They try and, you know, twist the story a little bit here and there. Well, just look how um, quickly yeah. it can change in the matter of a couple of minutes, right? And right. We, we're seeing that even today, given everything that's going on with coronavirus and the amount of data that's coming out and how quickly it changes. Right. It's hard not to think that there's um, a level of information that's being pushed out to the public to reduce panic or reduce concern that there's something bigger happening right Right. so there's probably half of the population that will believe what the media is telling them and then there's the other half that you know are likely going to question what they're being told Uh, and much like you you'll come up with your theory on what you think happened and you'll do your research where i'm probably a little more quick to believe the media right well, rumors make news for a reason, and sometimes it's sloppy reporting because of wanting, like, being one to want to break the story first, right, without doing any fact checking. Why do we believe in conspiracy theories? Well, for one, we have been lied to over and over again, which lessens our acknowledgement of the truth when it's told. Do we live in a paranoid era? Is there a need for understanding and consistency? 
a need for control or a need to belong. We'll let you draw your own conclusions on this. The internet has allowed a lot more information to come to light, but it has also allowed a lot of documents and videos to be doctored. One thing on the internet that is for sure, there are a lot of interesting stories out there and a lot of bullshit as well. It is very easy to get lost and led down the wrong path any way you look at it. If the conspiracies are true, one thing is for sure. The people who perpetrated and participated in them will burn in a lake of fire for eternity. Be smart, do your own research, gather all the facts, make informed decision, but never take away from the families that have suffered loss and grief from these horrible situations. That is going to wrap up part one of this edition of Pod Jerky. I want to thank Mrs. Awesome for joining me once again. Until next time, we are Pod Jerky, and as always, stay safe, be kind to each other, and we'll see you later. Jerky. Hey. 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 Hey.